Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 18, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe. Follow me on Twitter at 18TwinsPodcast. Um, yeah, we are on episode 36. Um, yeah, I'd like to, first of all, I'd like to thank you all for your support on the last episode. I wasn't sure how it's going to work coming back and all. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it, it worked very well and, um, it's one of my best episodes already. Um, however, uh, what we kind of need to talk about today is, well, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, first we're going to talk about what happened at, uh, you know, spring training or today. Uh, we'll also probably talk a little bit about the WBC, and we will also mention Donovan Solano and Nick Gordon. Anyways, uh, let's get started. Um, so today in the, uh, in the game, the Twins ended up beating Baltimore for a final score of 6-7, to seven, uh, 7 being the Twins. Um, it was actually a pretty crazy ending. Um, throughout the game, not much happened, I mean... Uh, Jose Miranda homered, which is a good sight. Um, Jeffers doubled. Uh, uh, he got an RBI there. Um, uh, looks like um, I wasn't able to watch the game, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, it, it seemed to be a pretty good game for the Twins um, a little bit. You know, not really uh, anybody got very many, like any notable players were really playing, to be honest. Um, nobody really got some big hits, uh, except for, actually, the way the Twins won, which is pretty hilarious if you ask me. Wild pitch to tie the game, um, and then another wild pitch to walk it off for the Twins at home. So yeah, pretty quick, crazy game. Um, the, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, what I would have said if I was, like, um, Baltimore, but yeah, uh, yeah, but Kenta Maeda was pitching, um, you know, he, it looks like he, uh, he did pretty well, um, he pitched through, um, he pitched through three, right, yeah, he pitched through three, um, he had, he gave up one run through three innings, um, so not terrible, not, not too bad from Kenta Maeda, oh, whoops, um, a good, a good showing for sure, uh, and, you know, it's it's nice to see. Um, he had, uh, how many strikeouts did he have? It wasn't, excuse me, it wasn't televised, by the way. It was on radio. Um, he had, uh, he had, he had a balk, which was, you know, interesting. Um, however, he ended up having a, oh, he pitched 2.2 and 2 thirds innings. Um, and, yeah, he had one strikeout. Four walks, though, which is not the best uh, we've seen from Kenta, uh, especially this spring. Um, but, you know, no, really, uh, you know, it was a decent starting lineup, decent amount of um, regulars. However, nobody really got, nobody really did too well. Nobody did notable. Kyle Farmer had two hits. Um, Larnick had a hit. Correa had a hit. Uh, yeah, that's about all that really happened uh, in today's game. Good win for the Twins, though, 7-6. Okay, so let's move on to tonight at 10 o'clock Central Time. The uh, There is the first WBC game going on, and I am super excited for this WBC. Um, so if you don't know, uh, the Twins have 
how many do they have right now? They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have seven participants. They used to have eleven. However, Carlos Correa is having a baby in like a week. His his wife is. Um, Jose Miranda has a sore elbow or sore shoulder, excuse me. Um, as we already know, uh, yeah. Hopefully that shouldn't take away too much time for uh, for injuries. Um, Joan Duran, uh, he opted out. I don't know why, but he decided to. And Donovan Solano, uh, he signed with Minnesota, and he uh, decided to take some like time to get used to it. However, current Twins players that are in the WBC, Jose De, La- De Leon, I don't know how you say his name, Edward Julian, uh, Pablo Lopez, Jorge Lopez, Christian Vasquez, Giovanni Moran, and Emilio Pagan. Um, so yeah, I am definitely looking forward to it. Tonight, I believe it is Netherlands versus Cuba. Um, I think Cuba's the favorite there, but, you know, the two kind of, like, low liars. Uh, some stars in tonight's game are Xander Bogarts is probably the main one. Uh, is Jordan playing? I don't think he is. Um, I think I remember reading that he's not. Um, let's check it out. Um, here. Uh, but, yeah, it, it should be a fun game tonight. should be a fun tournament in general. Um, yeah, uh, another... Two former twins, three former twins for the Netherlands, uh, Palacios, um, Simmons, and Jonathan Scope, and his little brother, uh, but also um, a twin killer, Didi, Didi Gregorius. Um, and so Cuba, uh, they have, like, uh, not not too many big stars. Juan Mancada, um, yeah, that seems to be about... About it on their hitting side, but you know, Cuba is a pretty uh, a pretty strong baseball country anyway. So even some of these guys should be able to. Oh, is it Luis Robert? Yeah, Luis Robert. So a lot of White Sox is pretty much Team Cuba. Um, so yeah, it should be a fun game tonight. I think I don't know who's favorite honestly. I don't know either the starting pitchers that well. Um, but yeah, it should be a fun kickoff to the tournament. A little late, but you know you gotta stay up and uh, support uh, the WBC. Um, but yeah, so about this tournament, my thoughts on it are: I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think it's going to. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, it's a little annoying. I, I would prefer. On like, I'd love to see it. If like, I I mean definitely I'd rather see all like all the twins that could like compete in it compete in it however i probably won't because they just get i don't want them to get injured like in my personal best way you want all the best players except the players from your team to play am i fine because i i feel like if i was a gm i'd struggle with letting my players go um you know to play in these they don't even matter to the major league season that much like at all um, it, it probably slow down their spring training development. It probably altered in some way. Um, it also would. Uh, it also like have injury risk, of course. However, I think this is great for the league. I think it's fun. You know, we saw what the World Cup did. It like went crazy. Uh, hopefully, the WBC can do the same. And you know, uh, like s- soccer in America is not half as accessible as baseball in America is. So, who knows? Maybe this is what they need. Like. You know, we've seen certain things like 
start trending and like get extremely popular that weren't that popular in America at the time like soccer uh chess you know that kind of stuff is just uh it's just kind of gone viral on certain things and you know what I think the WBC definitely has a chance to do that uh especially if we have some good games um I'm gonna try to convince all my friends to watch it and you know you probably should too I don't know um it, it it's gonna be a fun fun thing uh, as you probably know the defending champions is uh, america um they won it in 2017 puerto rico runner-up twice in a row um, but yeah some sleeper teams are the netherlands uh you know japan is always pretty good uh, even though you know half the players you haven't heard of but yeah they've got some crazy good talent over there um the Czech Republic people really like, however, they got to beat at least Korea or, you know, somebody. Japan's pretty much a guarantee to get through that first round. Uh, we also have, like, um, Colombia's okay. Uh, Mexico's okay. The two heavy hitters are the U.S. and DR, the Dominican Republic, that is. Uh, Venezuela's okay. Uh, Puerto Rico's probably fourth. Japan's probably third. And yeah, that about rounds up my uh, the preview for the WBC. So yeah, check it out tonight on FS1, 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. So now let's kind of more talk about what's, uh, what's happening. Uh, some of the storylines that have already happened this spring. Um, first of all... You know, I think they were already in camp, I believe, when Donovan Solano got signed. I didn't really talk about in the last episode his impact and what it'll mean for the Twins. However, uh, Donnie Barrels, as they like to call him, he hits around 300. Uh, doesn't bring a ton of power, probably about Luis Arise. You know, almost think of him as Luis Arise the light. He doesn't have as much. He has more springiness in his game, of course. He walks less. Um, however, he plays, he, he has more defensive flexibility. Luis Arise has virtually none. Um, and, you know, he should help to, uh, offset that, um, that, uh, loss of Arise. Uh, and for only, uh, two minute, two million, uh, a year, or for two, only two mil this year, like a one-year contract. As everyone always says, there's no bad one-year contract. I think it was a nice pickup for the Twins. Um, you know, if you look at, uh, his bat-to-ball skills, he, he's really, uh, really up there. Uh, let's go on a site I haven't gone in a while. Baseball Savant. And look at, uh, Donovan Solano's, um, uh, data. So, you know, he, he is uh, an infielder, typically can play some outfield. Um, he, uh, plays... Second base primarily, so, you know, we'll see how that works. Um, and, you know, Max exit Velo, he's not high. In sprint speed, he's not high. In hard strength, he's not high, you know. Um, however, he did hit 284, you know. An OPS plus, I think of, um, uh, they only have WRC plus on here, don't they? Um, but, you know, uh, and he's about a league average hitter. And you know what, as a guy coming off the bench, that's kind of what you'd like to see. His expecting batting average, obviously, in like the 80th percentile. Um, however, doesn't really have 
much other than that. He's kind of like a one-trick pony, um, for sure. And you know, he should be he should be a solid guy to spray singles around the field, almost like a like I said, a Luis Arise light. That's what you should expect from Donovan Salado, and don't expect more because you know he's just a guy, two million, you know, a free agent. Um, he definitely though is definitely gonna help the twins i think it was a great great signing you know when he first signed i was like uh, who is this guy you know what what is he what is he gonna do you know like that kind of that kind of reaction however when i looked more into his stats i looked more in depth i was like yeah this guy might actually fit the twins really well and you know what i credit their front office for looking for a guy like donovan solano and going out and getting him I can't imagine they are done with free agency and trades. I think this is the roster they want. They've got a ton of depth in the minor leagues. You know what? We haven't even talked about Edward Juli- Edward Julian Julian. What? I don't even know how to say his name. Hopefully he can get called up soon as I can learn how to say his name. Um, but uh, he, you know, he's probably like fourth on the depth chart now. And you know what? He's probably... if. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if they brought him up this year. It, w- it would be because they're, they've got that means they've got uh, issues uh, health wise. Um, however, it, you know he's not that bad. Austin Martin's now like fifth. You know, um, we still have like Royce Lewis, Brooks Lee. You know, uh, our depth is much much better than ne- than last year. And maybe instead of Jermaine Palacios and um, Mark Contreras, instead we'll end up bringing up guys like. I want to say Emmanuel Rodriguez, but that's pretty early. Then we'll bring up guys like Brooksley, Austin Martin, who is also injured, um, but not terribly. Uh, Edward Julian, uh, Brooksley, Royce Lewis when he's healthy. You know, we we don't have to worry about uh, that kind of stuff anymore. Um, Another injury, Nick Gordon. You hate to see it, honestly. You know, he had a great season last year. He had like a 117 OPS plus, I want to say, somewhere in that range. Um, you know, as a as a great, like, utility man. Like, that, it, an awesome, awesome utility man. You know, he can play third, shortstop, second, center field, left field, right field. Whatever you want him to do, pretty much, except pitch and catch. He would probably do. Um, and, uh, you know, it's... He, with that offensive production, you know, from the left side, too, uh, it's an awesome driving force. You know what? He might even get a start at DH. You know, when you're a utility man, can also play DH and be above average DH or average or above average DH. That's when you know you got a good one. And, uh, you know, it'd be a shame for Nick Gordon to be out for too long. Hopefully, he shouldn't be out for too long. You know, fingers crossed he's on the opening day roster. Um, if he's not, it, it shouldn't take too much longer. Maybe I would say more than a week or two into the season would be worst case scenario. Um, so you know he's not he's not doing too bad. Um, there's also uh, I don't know if I talked about this. Celestino got injured. Um, he tore a ligament or something in his thumb. Not that bad, you know, I mean, six to eight weeks, yes, but uh, he's probably going to start the year in AAA anyways, so it's just going to take away some uh, some time from his, uh, what's it called, like improvement in uh, growing up, growing through the minor leagues. Um, however, one thing I didn't talk about with Donovan Slotto, uh, so adding him to the roster probably removes either Trevor Larnick or Alex Kirilov off the roster. If I had to guess, it would be Trevor Larnick, 
um, unless somebody else gets injured, which, you know, with Nick Gordon getting injured, it, it probably would. Trevor Larnick might get a spot, and I'd be extremely surprised if nobody got injured. However, best-case scenario is nobody gets injured, and in that scenario, Trevor Larnick uh, is booted off the roster. You know, it shouldn't take too long for him to get called up. Definitely, like, the 27th man. Um, but, yeah, he's probably the odd man out uh, if you look at, like, how's the roster shaping up to be. Um, you know, I... I it, that's it. I like the roster. You know what I do, Trevor Larnick. You know I. I wish we had more of a significant DH that I could feel a hundred percent confident saying yes, you are a DH. And I felt like Trevor Larnick kind of provided that. Um, however, with him off the roster, I don't know who it will be. You know, it could be Kyle Farmer, who is awesome, by the way, through spring training. You know, awesome character, uh, awesome guy, uh, an awesome baseball player too. Um, it could be, uh, you know, Nick Gordon, if he's healthy by then, it could be Donovan Solano, you know, it could be Alex Kirloff and we figure out somebody playing first base, uh, you know, it's pretty much just flip a coin. Honestly, that's probably the odds. Uh, it'll probably matter who's like, which hand the pitcher is throwing from, you know, is he righty or lefty? Uh, if then, you know, if it's a lefty Gordon probably wouldn't get the start of DH, but who knows? Maybe they want to give it to him. Um, however, on a different note, the Twins, you know, we've kind of got to wonder at this point, who's their, who's going to be their opening day start? You know, we're thinking about other teams, to, who's going to be their DH, what's their lineup going to look like, uh, but who's going to be their start, opening day starter? And I have no clue. If I had to guess, it'd be Pablo Lopez, kind of make a splash. Um, but it's probably, if I had to guess how the Twins will make the rotation, Pablo Lopez... Uh, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Tyler Malley, who has looked awesome so far in spring training. And then uh, Kenta Maeda. That's how I guess to put it. However, that is, uh, by the way, that is an awesome rotation. That is an awesome, awesome, awesome rotation. Um, and that's one of the main driving forces of the whole team. Can I just put this out there right now? I love this team. The lineup is great, and the rotation I can't think of how much deeper can you get, honestly. It's Kenta Maeda, 2020's second in Cy Young voting, and he has not by any means fallen off, you know, like not significantly. How much more of a deep rotation can you get? Obviously, they don't have as much upside as you'd like, but, you know, I could easily see all their guys having, you know, sub-four ERAs, and what a team starter ERA of, like, two-whatever, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, every team would love to have that. And their bullpen's not going to be terrible. And uh, let's look at their lineup, guys. Like, when Royce Lewis comes back, because, you know, they'll probably play the majority of the year with Royce Lewis back. Uh, it, we're looking at, like, uh, Buxton, Correa, Lewis, uh, Polanco, Gallo, you know, Miranda, I didn't even mention, um... Who else? Like, Kirloff, who could be a beast. Uh, you know, that that's, like, when that's your first eight or seven, you know, Christian Vasquez, too. That's an awesome first eight, too. You know, that I could really, really see this team being a 90-win, maybe even, maybe a 100-win team, uh, depending on, you know, some years they beat up the the uh, worst teams more, and sometimes, whoops, I dropped that. Sometimes they don't, um, but I could definitely see this being a upper 90s wins team. I could see this team winning 97 games um, pretty clearly, 
Uh, however, you know, with injuries and all that, I'd probably put them at 89 to 92-ish. Um, with average injuries, uh, and hope, I hope, excuse me, hopefully that is good enough for a playoff spot, I'd be surprised if that isn't, and you know what, I think, unless it's an absolute collapse, which, for some reason, this team is extremely, you know, this happens all the time for them, it's like a common occurrence every single twin season, you're waiting for the absolute collapse, um, but unless there's an absolute collapse, uh, I think this team has an awesome shot at making the playoffs. Um, I think this team has an awesome shot at winning the division. You know, people talk about, oh, the pro- only ways in is probably the winning the division. You know what? I bet they could I, They could probably make a run for a wild card. I could see them beating out, you know, I, the Blue Jays, you know, the um, uh, the Orioles, definitely. Uh, the Mariners would be pretty tough. But I think we could definitely do it. Heck, I, you know what? If we put the rotation, the uh, Mariners – roster next to the twins roster and compare it i can guarantee you that they look about the same the perception is completely different the mariners are viewed like they they definitely have more of a personality than the twins but i think the twins personality is going to shine this season that is all from me guys thank you guys so much for listening as always i'm your host joe follow me on twitter at 18 twins podcast this has been 18 minnesota twins baseball podcast Thank you guys so much for listening. Watch World Baseball Classic tonight at 10 o'clock on uh, on FS1. You know, you don't have to watch the whole game, but it's going to be fun. Um, So, yeah, go Twins.